Losses to get where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? I took a lot of losses. So and I watched the movie Spider-Man, and he said, "Why do we fall, Bruce? Bruce is not in Spider-Man. So we can learn to pick ourselves back up. That, that's definitely Batman. I respect the heart. I respect the integrity. I respect the morals and the principles of an individual. I don't care if you got your face slaughtered. Long Wait, as what? you stood in the losing this. What you got going on? Mm-hmm. I know, listen, all your music is being let, played on the radio right now. I don't right let now. the left hand know what the right hand is doing. <laughs> really? So you just have to stay tuned. Just stay tuned. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bowties. It is the Kid XAB, and I am here with Naomi today. Yes, I'm Distinguish back. has some, uh, <laughs> some obligations that he has to get to. But, of course, Naomi is just as good of a fit. He's I here. So. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. I hope you missed me. I missed y'all. So, um, oh man, you got one. So my old man, and we discussed this a little prior, is that currently Naomi is out of work. Uh huh. My day job. Right. Um. So that kind of is different. It's been like the first time in like my adult life, besides the pandemic, of course. Right. Um. That, you know, like I'm kind of like hosting and just trying to figure out like what is the next move? You know, is it in my current field? Is it something else? Like, um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, that is an interesting like dynamic put in front of anybody. Right. Like when you you're faced with. All right. I am not employed at the moment. Um, but the opportunity now that is in front of me is, do I go back to the same thing or do I use this as a chance to pivot? Exactly. Exactly. Um, exactly. So it's kind of where I am right now and I'm just finding what makes me happy and what makes me feel like I'm not even working kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. for the most part what I'm passionate about. Um, And so I just, I'm just curious, just like the rest of the world, probably to see what's next. (laughs) Definitely. I'm excited to see what is next for you. I think there's nothing but, you know, amazing things in your future. So thank you. I can't wait to see what that manifests. Like I had a couple of friends, we had area on not too long ago. If you haven't listened to that episode, Please go back and do so. Dope episode. Um, And Aria was kind of like in a similar space before she got what I think 
she looks at and what she described as like her dream job, which is she now works with uh, BuzzFeed. So mm, that's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, amazing. pretty dope. So it's always exciting to see what the next step is. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So universe, you're listening. Let me know what's up. <laughs> if you tuned in to an episode, you know what I mean? Naomi is 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 willing and waiting. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> My all man is very superficial, but I don't care. Right. Um, so as the holidays approach, the systems that are already been very hard to get, the Xbox and the PlayStation, mm-hmm. are going to continue. They go, so right now there's been like this period where people have been able to get their hands on an Xbox or a PlayStation a little bit more readily. Like it, right. it hasn't been this drought that has happened since 2020. It's been a little bit more um, consistent. There are still like selling out points and restocks that people have to wait for, but it's not as extreme as it as it has been. Right. So, with that being said, um, originally Amazon. So the way Amazon works is you have to get invited to purchase the Xbox, and the original one, um, they invited me to to purchase. I did. Somewhere along the line, though, the Xbox got, quote unquote, lost. Right. So I had to do this whole back and forth with Amazon about it never came. Finally, they refunded me. Um, They claimed that they were going to refund me and then reinvite me to buy another one um, so that I wouldn't have to, like, wait for them to get restocked and things like that. They didn't do that. However, Xbox is very, very, like easy to get at this moment in time you go to microsoft at any point in in time you could probably get yourself an xbox now the playstation playstation 5 is a little bit harder it, it hasn't gotten to that point yet where it's so accessible um and so the other day there was a restock by walmart and they were uh selling it at base price which is around like five hundred dollars so that is what the big dilemma is right like you can get yourself a playstation right now but you're gonna be paying like seven to nine hundred dollars um seven to nine hundred dollars yeah for something that's five hundred dollars oh my gosh so if you aren't like trying to do that right you have to wait for all these restocks and all these other things so walmart had one cool boom purchased it on september 3rd it was supposed to show up by uh, the 9th. Now, I'm watching the tracking. Everything was good for the first two days, and then all of a sudden, the tracking just kept saying delayed. So I'm calling uh, Walmart, and they're like, oh, well, it looks like the product uh, should be on its way. It, there's just a little delay. Never came when they explained that it would. Call them back. Oh, well, it looks like your product got lost. Oh, no. Yeah, right. All right, we know what that means. Who somebody, somebody, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somebody, somebody is stealing these the joints truck. off the truck. Like we know what time it is. So I'm like, all right, cool. They're like, all right, what we're gonna do is we're gonna see if we can find it within the warehouse. If it's not at the warehouse, we'll have to um, replace the item and send you a new one. Cool, no problem. Just give me my PlayStation. Week goes by, don't hear anything, don't get any email, no nothing. So call them back. Oh, well, it looks like um, the replacement was never put in. So uh, what we're going to do, yeah, we're going to try and put the replacement in now. And it should get to you within three to five business days. Cool. 
Fast forward to now, I called them like earlier this week. They're like, oh, um, we're just going to have to give you a refund. Oh, my gosh. Now, this is like three weeks of this shit. Refund never comes in. So I have to call them again on Friday. And I'm like, yo, y'all said y'all was sending me a refund on Thursday. I ain't see shit. Oh, somebody never put the refund in. Yo, stop playing with me. Yo, <laughs> is this really Walmart at this point? Yeah, this I'm like. Scammer number? That's what I'm what saying. Oh, like, nah, not you getting scammed by, by Walmart. Walmart. I'm like, yo, by an official brand, this oh, should not be nah. the case. Y'all can't be forgetting to put in refunds. Y'all can't be forgetting to put oh in replacements. God. Like, I'm like, am I, like, I had to check. Like, am I scam on scammart.com? Like, what is Facts. going on with y'all? <laughs> so, Walmart, y'all need to get y'all shit together. Word. Oh, no, you got to put out, like, a Twitter, a Twitter thread. Yeah, I'm about, about to, I'm about to blast them on yeah, Twitter. Like, hey, that. yo, Walmart, this was unacceptable. Yes, y'all yeah. got to retweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody retweet this shit, because it's about to go out tonight. <laughs> about to, yeah, what is going on, Walmart? Walmart, you bugging the fuck out. And I'm putting this clip out, too, because Walmart, y'all really wildin'. Like, that's wow. unacceptable. Get this man his money, please. Yeah, stop playing. And then with BJ's, because I ended up going through BJ's, two days. PlayStation came in two days. Oh, my gosh. Like, come on. Nah, stop playing. Walmart is playing games. Yeah, Walmart. Y'all wilding out. Um, But let's get let's get into the show. Yes, let's get into it. So before we uh got on air, we found out the news broke that Rihanna may be headlining the Super Bowl this year how do you feel about that i think that that is probably one of because she's had a lot of great business ventures but this is probably one of the best business ventures she's gonna do for herself in her entire career yeah i mean the super bowl is like the stamp that makes you like a legendary artist she's already that we already know that but we're talking about as america's stamp even though we may not care about America stamp as much as black folks but this is huge this is huge and we've missed her we've missed her in the music realm I mean she's always getting harassed about that so now to hear her to see her in concert I mean maybe she has some new music it's just so many um reasons to tune in and see I think this was an amazing an amazing um venture and I wish her the best especially the baby I'm like really curious um about the baby too (laughs) yeah I mean this you bring up a good point. This could be an implication that we may get some new music before the Super Bowl. Yes. Yes. And wow, 2023 is going to look even better. Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got, we might get some interesting stuff from Rihanna um, 2023. So that is absolutely exciting. I mean, I feel the same way. I think this is dope. We've been waiting for Rihanna for quite some time. So to have her potentially like do the Super Bowl because it's not confirmed. But to have her on the docket and within talks, I don't know, man. That that's that's that, extraordinary. Yeah, that's that's where's different. The, where's the Super Bowl gonna be this year? I mean next year or 2023? I'm not too sure. Um I'm actually they don't announce that readily. So oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so... All right. So there's going to be a lot of people traveling to wherever it is, too. I mean, especially if you are a stan of Rihanna, like a lot of us are. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of us. So uh, I guess we're looking out and looking forward to that. Yes, I am. Now, 
we gotta report on Dumber and Dumber because uh-uh. we did miss last week. Okay, and some news came out. Tory Lanes and August Alcina apparently got into an altercation um, on tour. Tory tried to dap August. August walked him straight. Tory hunted him down and was like, "Yo, bro, why'd you play me like that?" August was like, "Why'd you speak on my business online?" And then. According to Tory, nothing happened. According to August, he got his ass whooped. Okay. I think this is promotion. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> okay. This is promotion. This makes absolutely no fucking sense. The, I'm sorry. Can I curse things? Of course. Okay, perfect. This is the world's most dangerous podcast. This is the world's most dangerous. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why you even ask it. <laughs> it's the world's most dangerous podcast. Yes. Okay. So look. So why would he even promote that picture? I'm curious as to that picture. That picture looks so staged. It didn't even look right. Dog looked crazy. Look crazy. And then <laughs> hey, Tor- what is you doing? Facts. And then Tory Lanez is already wrapped up in a in a legal case regarding assault and violence. Why? Like why would why? you even be involved in anything like that? Exactly. And not be in jail immediately. Immediately. Like come on. Like you know what time everybody is on when it comes to you. This was promotion for August Alcina's. What is it? A skincare line? Now, see, that's the part where I'm like, he's a dummy too. Like, it's dumber and dumber. Because it's dumb and dumber, rather. Because how you sit there, you bleeding from the mouth, mm. and you take the opportunity to take that picture and be like, oh, by the way, I got my skincare line coming out. That is so weird. So what is he? My thing is, is this. Maybe his business idea is that he'll have a scar or something from the injury and he'll be using his skincare to kind of like improve it. It's goofy. Know. It's super goofy. Super goofy. Um, I'm definitely not interested in his skin line. Um, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, nah, nah. Because it, it's too much. Like. Which one is it? Do you want us to care about you as an individual? Do you want us to care about your skin product? Like, yeah, like you got to pick one. You, yeah. You're just coming out of the cut talking about you got into this altercation and everybody's like, oh, snap, that's crazy. Like, why? Then it comes out. You was talking kind of sassy to Tori mm-hmm. on some like, why would you speak on all my business online? Like, because no, this is yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Everybody was speaking on your business, dog. You put your business online. Exactly. You was the one who did it. Exactly. <laughs> I don't understand. So how are you going to ask the man why he was speaking on your business when everybody was because you made it a topic of discussion, right? Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, now you pro- propped up like a scarecrow on an elevator and you talking about buy my skin product. That looks crazy. It look, I, I mean, even without context, like just the way he was propped up on the side it looked weird it looked very odd and i was like oh this is a joke yeah you gotta be playing yeah be for real be for real be for real <laughs> so another person who definitely needs to be for real is adam levine adam levine got caught up in some shit now maroon 5 is one of my favorite bands i do like maroon 5 i do <laughs> i was not expecting this love <laughs> to turn out like this i did not so apparently he was seeing a a, a side chick side chicks were winning this week i, I just wanted to yeah out. there was some type of upheaval or some type of <laughs> what do they call that a coup i don't know what is going on they're getting their own shows <laughs> side buying her two cars I'm like, what? Side chicks were winning all week long. I don't care if y'all get mad at that or not. They were winning all week. Mm-hmm. So he apparently had this side chick that he was talking with. 
um, which seemed to be a Victoria's Secret model that was not popping at the time. So mm. she now was running the route of I was exploited by him. Uh, oh, y'all got to okay. yo put it to bed. Put it to yeah. bed. We, we, we're past that era where you could just throw shit on men yeah. and the whole world is going to like call him an abuser or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You knew the man was married. You decided you wanted to fuck with him. Right. Stop. Stop. Right. So um, she, she apparently started dealing with him and then they stopped dealing with each other. But I guess, uh, I don't want to say more recently, but the last interaction mm-hmm. that they had, he reached out and said, Yo, I'm about to have a child. Do you mind if I uh, name them after you? Because your name is fire. (laughs) Now, she said it was him trying to rekindle their relationship, I guess, and and, and start that back up. But how do you feel about man's is going to the side? Is it extra disrespectful to go to your side and try to name your your newborn child after your side? Um, that is, yeah, no, that is so disrespectful. That's wilding because every time you think about your kid, think about her. Yes, like, and every time your wife says or your girl says, baby mother says the child's name, that woman will come to mind. That is crazy. It's crazy. Um, it's definitely a part of like that Holly weirdo. Yeah, Holly, I, Holly I know, weird. Yes, but I I know that it probably exists in real life, too. I know there's somewhere like in Alabama. I love you, Alabamians, (laughs) anybody who's listening. But I'm sure that's going on over there, too. But in, like, my reality, that's crazy. I got one word. (laughs) Because I don't know what you could possibly. No black man could even get away with the thought. Of that, that is definitely some white maroon five oh Adam Levine yes. shit. Because a black man would have got stabbed forty two times, like Kevin Absolutely. Gates was talking about. Absolutely, and that's completely disrespectful. I'm I'm curious to know what her name was. You I know? think it was Sun Summer Sumner Sumner or something like that. That's so basic. Yeah, Sumner Sum Sumner. That sounds like some a last shit. name. Yeah. No, that's bullshit. He was just trying to get, get between He was just trying legs. to, yeah. he was just trying to, I think that's. Yeah. He was trying it, to get between legs. Yeah, he was just trying to rekindle like, yo, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm thinking about naming my son this because your name is fire. To see if she was going to be like, oh, that's so cute. And then it'd be like, yo, can we link up? Oh I think God. that's what yeah. what, what it yeah. really was. I don't I think, think he so really too. wanted to do that. Yeah, but that was terrible to use your kid though. To yeah. use your kid like that. Like your unborn child's for some side pussy. Because you risking it all because if your wife hears about this. I don't really see her wanting to stay or like that. That's hell in the household for at least five years. Yes. And the fact that it's public knowledge now. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that ain't it. That is not it. I don't know how some of y'all niggas think y'all could get this off. Because like to me, the side chick business is very much like a scary place to be. You never know when the side chick is just going to be like, I don't had enough. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. So I got all these text messages. I got all these calls. I might have recorded us on the phone. Oh, my God. And I'm just going to release the shit. Yeah, that's the, that's the, when you, especially when you're famous. Like, that's right. bad enough for the average Joe. But, I mean, especially when you're famous where you have money tied into your brand, to to your persona, your image. Um, you got to be walking a very thin line. Like, you got to be careful, like, where you shit. That's, right. that's just what it is. Like, you can't shit where you eat. Um... 
I'm not saying any of this is right, by the way. But no, nah, but there's gonna a, they, you got to have some type of protocol. Have, there you is, gotta, what do they call there's there's um etiquette. loyalty amongst thieves. You know what right, I mean? Like right. there's there's a there's a way that you would carry yourself in those situations. And um, yeah, naming a kid after your side chick is not one of them. That's not in the protocol. Um, no, it's not. And um, yeah. Not in the book of future on no chapter. No, no, <laughs> no chapter at all. Y'all niggas need to get it together because like y'all are really blatant with the bullshit this week. And it's crazy, which brings us straight to Ime Udoka, oh, yeah. who uh, Celtics coach. Yeah. And cheating on Neil Long. Um, a lot of people yeah. were shocked at the fact that he cheated on Neil Long. Um because I, she's one of our revered, beautiful black women. Yes. That almost every man has fantasized yes, about absolutely. at some point. Absolutely. Almost every woman has, has fantasized. fantasized about trying to be her, trying to be next to her. Right. Yeah. Me so, long as it. Yeah. So you got, you got her. Mm-hmm. And you found a way to cheat on her. And apparently the story is much crazier than what we know currently. Right. There's a lot more apparently things that have happened and more people that he apparently might have cheated with. Um, thoughts on okay. this topic. So I, first of all, let me just say Nia Long, I love you. She has been a girl crush of mine since I was, since the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. so let's just get out the way. Um, this story is crazy. It's a mess. It's a mess. And the reason being, okay, so when I first heard it, I was like, how can you cheat on somebody who isn't even your wife? Like, they're essentially, yes, see what they're engaged for, what, eight five, years, five, yeah, five man, years? Eight, five years, something yes. like that. They've been together for eight years, I believe, engaged for five, but um, they were married. You know what I mean? So how can you cheat on a boyfriend, girlfriend, you know? But then I looked into it and it was like, nah, like, it wasn't that he was cheating. It was one who he was cheating with because apparently that's against their policy. Right. But two, he was wilding. Like he was allegedly with the VP's wife, gotten yep. women pregnant. They've even told him, like, yo, you gotta chill, bro. Like and he still and he was like, Yeah, I'm gonna chill. And then Yeah, and then he went right back. So yeah. my thing is that it's it's an issue bigger than cheating on Nia. Unfortunately, Nia was a casualty right. in all of this. Her namesake was a casualty. However, this man has a problem. He has a serious problem. It does sound, it, on a serious tip, I'm about to get back into the silly shit in a second, but on a serious tip, based off of what this seems to be spiraling into, he seems to have some type of sex addiction for oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. That's what it's, that's what it's sounding like, yeah. right? Because yeah. if you tell somebody like, yo, you're bugging out, we right. caught you. Right. Your job is on the line. Yes. That's a VP or an executive's wife. Right. On top of it, you know, chill out. Chill out. That's what we're telling you to do. We're not even going no consequences. Just chill yes, out. Yeah. And you go, heard you. And go right back and to go it. go right back. I think Matt That's Barnes, yeah. he didn't even know. I don't think he knew all of the 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 um different layers of the situation because he ended up saying like a premature statement saying like, you know, a lot of these people are doing that. So why is he being penalized for it? Right. They probably was like, nah, bro. This yeah. is the, this is really what was going on. Because he came right back and was like, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, I got all the information <laughs> now, and um, yeah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just fall back yeah. from it. So whatever he doing is different. It's different. It's different. This isn't just you know having a little coworker side. No, like this man right. was going. Yeah, this hard ain't this ain't no paint. work husband work wife situation. No, no, no. Nah, whatever he doing, cause. 
we all know Tristan Thompson be out here wilding. Nobody right. care. Nobody yes. said nothing in yes. the NBA. Yes. He was on the Cleveland Cavaliers last year, I think, or one of them teams. Right. You know what I mean? He was fine. Nobody right, cared. Right, right. So why would it be that we care about this? He doing something else. He's doing something else. There's a bigger a bigger conversation. Um, this was the old information they were comfortable probably sharing with us. Yeah. So I can only imagine what's really stewing. But my love to Nia Long, um, yeah, like women being cheated beautiful. How can you cheat on a Nia Long? So now this is the part of the conversation that I think might get a little controversial. I don't okay, know. Okay, let's go. Beautiful women. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Why do we get shocked when they get cheated on? I think that's a great question. Um, on one on one hand, I I know the saying, it's like, show me the most beautiful woman in the world and I'll show you the man that's tired of fucking her. Right. Like that okay. that is a that is a real thing. That's like a real that thing. does occur. You know, um once familiar oh gosh, you're gonna help me with this word familiarity. Now nah, I'm fucked up because you said it fucked up. Now nah, I'm fu- familiarity. Yes, something like that. Exactly. I, I, I stumbled a little bit, yes, but yeah. It breeds contempt. It breeds, you know, a, a space where you don't see that person anymore. You just you think you know them, right? So yeah. you get bored, you know, and you start to look at other fruit and stuff like that. So um, but yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm Nia Long, though. I mean, she's gorgeous, but women, beautiful women, not so attractive women, and everybody in the middle, yeah, like, they're susceptible because I think cheating happens not on the, I shouldn't say, it doesn't come from the person that is the victim of it. It comes right. from the perpetrator. So it's like, if, they, if, they're, if they're feeling inside themselves a lack, I feel like it has to start in your brain first, right? And yes, their partner can be contributing to these feelings, you know, negatively. However, um, it all starts with you. Like, it all starts with what you're willing to do, what boundaries you've set for yourself. Um, and so, with that being said, I think it's any anybody is susceptible to cheating. The most attractive man is susceptible to his partner cheating on him. It's just, it's just I feel like it could be human nature, you know? These are desires that everybody has, but it's about control. It's about boundaries and things that you've set for yourself values. Yeah. I mean, I think there's different layers to cheating. So there is the layer that we don't often talk about. And that is what you said earlier, which is like some of the people that we see, especially with Instagram and social media in a certain light that seem perfect. When you peel some of those layers back, they have things right. that if you're in a relationship with them, it might be hard and difficult to deal with, right? Yes. So there might be conflicts and there might be discussions and there might be personality traits that push their partner away, that push them into a scenario where someone else is filling those gaps and those voids. Right. And they end up cheating, right? right? Like there is that component of it. Then there's the other component, which you eloquently express which is it's often about the cheater right Right. like anybody can be cheated on if that person's mentality is cheating is not a big deal or i'm just cool with cheating or i'm just gonna cheat right it doesn't matter how successful that individual is or how beautiful the world sees them as being if that person doesn't value that person in the way where it's like I am going to do everything in my power each and every day when I wake up to maintain and keep this person in my life. If that's not what's going to happen, then they're going to cheat. Like right. they're, they're going to put themselves, they're not going to care as much. 
Um, and then there is the aspect of I'm tired of, of eating porridge every day. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm eating porridge every day. Now I want to see what what that Captain Crunch look like. Oh, well, what if the 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 okay, yeah, that is yes, that is an aspect, but it doesn't have to stop there. Yes, you know, I think that it is human nature to want variety. Right. You know, um, what is it? Variety is the spice of life. You know, so that's not a problem. But my thing is that like you could you could like if you really want want it like you could put some Captain Crunch in the porridge like you know <laughs> mix you it all can. Up. <laughs> Or, you know what I mean? Like, the found, yeah. I think the foundation is the most important piece to all okay, these conversations, okay, right? Okay. Like, if you pick somebody that can be Captain Crunch yes. on a given day yes. and then can be porridge and then they could fuck your whole world up and, and be a whole bacon, egg, and cheese, exactly. right? Exactly. Right? <laughs> like, if you pick that person because you know you need that, right? then you good. Or even if you might have... Porridge, that is like, I'm comfortable with you going to get Captain Crunch every now and then. Oh, okay. Like, you just, you have to know the foundation of what you want. Yes. Like me, I'm cool with porridge for the rest of my life. I'm going to find my bowl of porridge and And I can make it work. I can make it work. Right? Like, I eat the same shit every day as it is. Like, I'm that type of dude. Okay. So, I don't really need all the different spice. I'm going to pick what I know is going to be fulfilling for me for the rest of my life that's what i want so that's my foundation i don't really need somebody who is gonna be like i won't have to worry about the the do you want captain crunch do you want this do you want that because if i have my my sights on you then i'm on you like that's the type of individual i am so i'm a little bit in a space where i don't think that that is much for me to worry about but i do know Right, like if the Stingers was here, the Stingers would tell you he needs some Captain Crunch every now and then. Right, right. So and then he needs to find a partner. That's right, like get your Captain Crunch or bring right. or bring the Captain Crunch to the to, breakfast table. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm cool with that. I'm not going to be mad. I'm exactly. Not, like we're fine. So I don't know. What What about you? Where are you? Where it stands with the porridge, Captain Crunch? Are okay. you a porridge girl? I'm a porridge girl, okay. and I'll stay a porridge girl because I think the most important thing is that. You know, you find a partner or you find somebody who is willing to, I guess, just like um, be pliable to the person that you are changing to every mm. 10, 7 years, 7, 10 years, and the person that they are as well. So even though it might seem like porridge now, right. like it'll be porridge with like nutmeg and spice, you know, right? <laughs> like, you know, it'll change. It'll be different. Um and you can find the the variety within your person within your relationship. It doesn't have to be an outside source. Like you can bring that vi- variety within without having another soul involved. For sure, it's pumpkin spice season, right. so it's Hello. like you know what I mean. Yes. Dress up like so and so from so and so during exactly, Halloween, and exactly. we're gonna get it cracking and, exactly. and popping. I, I love a transformation or like a you know you never know. Yeah, they, things happen. Things happen. Yeah. Things are happening. <laughs> but um, yeah, sound like that man got a sex addiction, and he yes. need to get he need to get some help. Yes. Healing to both of them, both of them. Yeah, I know that there's been reports like she found out when everybody else found out. Oh gosh, um, and he knew this was brewing. He knew it was coming, and she found out right before we did. Right, and one of the people that he was dealing with was also responsible for arranging her to come to Boston. Yes, it's just nasty. Nasty. It's nasty. Um, another nasty little conversation that was brought up, which may not be depending on, I guess, how you look at it. Okay. Erica Banks Mm -hmm. was caught on live. Somebody on her, uh, 
private or her her close friends decided to leak her conversation where she basically was like, you can't go out and sit with me if you're not thick enough, if you're too skinny, if you don't know how to get your makeup done, if, you know what I mean, busted, you're not wearing the appropriate clothes. Like, we all got to look good as a unit, essentially, um, if we all going out. Like, if you come looking half-assed, then you can't be with me. I am not a woman, so I am going to toss it to you, Naomi, first, and then I'll offer (laughs) my piece. All right. So my opinion is going to be unpopular just because um, on one hand, I do get what, like, the resounding, you know, amount of women that are like, okay, that's wrong. Like, how are you picking friends like that based on superficial things? Like, that's dumb. And it is. All of this is. But I think the wrong word I think the operative word here is friends. I think she should have said, I want my entourage because mm. I feel like an entourage would consist of all different types of people from the, like all facets of your life. So you can have coworkers, you can right, have right. Um, family of a friends that, you know, two of them are bad, but these aren't like your friend friends. These aren't people that you're going to call when like you're down in the right. dumps and you need to air. No, because why the hell would you pick a friend from, for that? Like, you, I mean, based on those superficial um, standards. So I think that the operative word here is friend. She needs maybe like to just pick up a book and read and she can maybe find that like she should have used a different, a, a different um, word and entourage would have, would have been better suited. Maybe it could be her PR. Yeah, no, I think that, well, PR, PR <laughs> definitely wasn't involved in this fucking exchange, no. but I think you make a great point because I was also struggling. What she was basing it off of was very superficial and I feel like that's the part that was disgusting, right? But when all of us go out, I feel like we don't want to have a group of people yes. with us that make us look crazy. Exactly. Right? Like, we all want to make sure that, like, if my homeboy is busted, mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that, nah, yes. your outfit exactly. for the night exactly. is going to look like this. But that's my homeboy. Exactly. Like you said, if it's a entourage person, I'm going to just be like, yo, like, you got to, I got to keep going out with this, these individuals that I right. know how to, they're going to take care of themselves yes, when they go out. exactly. And they're going to use what we like to coin pretty privilege because it does exist, right. especially for women. Oh, my gosh. I can go out. I won't make this personal, but I know that a group of women can go out with not much money in their their, their wallet right, and have right. the time of their life on somebody else's dime. Right. You know, there's going to be, you know, and I'm not the single one in the group. So my single sisters, my single girls. Right. Um, yeah, they can, um, you Do know, rile up some a, a group of gentlemen that are willing to show us a good time. You know what I mean? And that's just and it's not because, you know, you look like every set of women there it's because you guys stand out you guys command the attention right. of the room um that jeunesse qua you know what i mean and so that's gonna you know people are gonna gravitate and want to take care of you whether that's people at the bar whether mm-hmm. that's people any anywhere it doesn't even necessarily have to be like romantic interest people just like to be to be around beautiful people beautiful women right and have their attention for a second for a minute and then if we're gonna throw in the other components of it i think when you're talking about her realm of employment, which is entertainment, y'all would be talking about her crazy if every time she stepped out, everybody looked busted in her group. Right? That's true. I think that would be the other conversation. 
Again, I'm not defending none of it because it sounded stupid as hell. Um, and that's just not like the rules that I personally live by. But I also think about it from the lens of like, yo, when we all step out to the club, if if my birthday's coming up and I was like, yo, we all got to go out to the club, I want us all to look good. Like, I'm not necessarily going to tell one of my homeboys to go home if he isn't up to par. But in my ideal world, we all stepping out looking like Entourage. Like, we looking like the show Entourage, walking out, everybody got on like a nice suit, everybody is standing out because... That does come with a little bit of something, right? For men that might, you might catch the attention of a a woman who might come over and be like, yo, so what y'all up to for the night? Or if you stand out enough, the bar might be like, yo, these guys look like promoters. So like, yo, we're going to send you a little something, something just because y'all, y'all look like y'all getting the whole spot lit. Like y'all, y'all are what we want at this establishment. So we're going to take care of you. Exactly. You know, so. I understand what she was going for. Yeah. It was just dirt. It, yeah. it, it wasn't it. Um, and 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 boohoo to the person who leaked her close friends as well, because that's ratchet. I, if I, you know, nah, if you're part of the close friends and you leak that shit to the public, don't talk to me. You're getting blocked. Well, I was going to bring up close friends in a second, but apparently um, there's a new trend going on where close friends are being used to bag people. Did you know that? Super, what I say? The bar is set in hell. You hear me? <laughs> I don't know nothing about this life, but um, do you do you have any like understanding as to this this new trend? I do not, and it sounds it's giving um hostile recruitment because the way <laughs> the way that the girl in the video described it, it sounded like like fiends, like people was fiending. Yeah, like, that joint was was like, sus. That's weird. I don't know. It, nah. It sounded translucent. I don't know if the black people are on it yet. Um, it, it definitely sa- sounded translucent. It sounded, <laughs> it sounded like translucent the behavior. Clear, the clear network. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, did. It, didn't sound, it didn't sound too melanated. Um, but basically what the trend is about is apparently there are groups of people who are using their close friends to entice people and also... People are it, once they realize that they're in somebody's close friends, they see it as a signal to try and bag or to try and say, oh, like you down the fuck. I don't know mm. nothing about this trend. Ladies and gentlemen, please, if y'all have any more information, I am open to being schooled because it doesn't even make sense to me. If I'm in somebody's close friends, I just think that either a they're super comfortable with me right um which i guess is a correlation there right they're saying that if if this person is telling you that they're comfortable with you and maybe they don't know you maybe they're trying to let you know but i would presume like a lot of close friends don't have no real crazy shit in them they, yes. it's just maybe like an opinion that they don't feel like getting attacked about so they put it in their close friends or like there are times where it's like people are super comfortable in their close friends so like they might put um, more intimate looking pictures or if they are like at a girl's night and everybody is in lingerie, the close friends could see it. Right. But the, the regular timeline can't see it. But it's never really nothing too crazy where I have heard of. But this is typically with couples where like somebody might make a close friends and put one person in it. Yeah. And I, then I do that. I do that. Yeah, I, do that. <laughs> I do. I think. um. I like that. Yeah, like it, it kind of offers like another 
spice. You know what okay. I mean? Another part of variety. Like, you know, you're not used to seeing your, you know, partner on the internet like that right. but it's for only your eyes though you know what i right. mean so like as you're right. scrolling through all the other you know, stories you stories get. and algorithms that instagram feeds you you're like oh shit you know it's just another way to experience your partner right right so that i do like that idea however um i've seen the gamut of of inform like <laughs> the gamut of um things on the, the the close friends i've seen people just playing old school music right. i i had to view it a couple times because i'm like what is private about yeah this? what <laughs> I'm like, what is it? Y'all niggas like, hit the wrong button. It? Like, yeah, I'm thinking that might be it. And then I've seen sex. I've seen somebody fucking. Oh, oh. So, um, yeah. Shout out to everybody who has me and their close friends. I don't know what it is about me, but your secret's safe with me. Yeah, your secrets are safe. I mean, <laughs> I'm in a bunch of close friends. I'm in some where I'm like, yo, I don't really know how I got here, but I ain't gonna fuck it up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. I'm gonna stay quiet. I'm gonna play my part. I'm gonna just sing. <laughs> like we just met, but I'm in your yes, close friends. Yes, cool. Yes. But now I guess maybe that might be a signal that they trying to fuck. Like but the thing about it is that I never get too. I never feel too privileged about a close friends though. There's a limit because their close friends could be thousands of people. That's a fact. Or it could be two. I don't know. And or that, it could be that, the suggested. Yes. Exactly. Like, you know, Instagram suggests a group yes, of people to yes, start off yes, with. Yes. And by the way, it was not a man having, it was a woman. So I don't, yeah. It's not a, like a man sending me that, the close friend. Right, right, right. Some <laughs> people might that's be like, about it. I was like type, that's kind of weird. No, 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 no. It was a woman. She and she on? has like a, it's almost like a, it's almost, uh, yeah, too much. Hit me in the DM if, if you have any concerns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want more information about this close friend. More information. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It shit is getting weird. Close friends. Um, you got people who are in your close friends, apparently just trying to leak your shit. Yeah. And then you got people in your close friends um, down the fuck. I don't know. Close oh friends God. is getting weird. I might have to start asking niggas to take me out because <laughs> I don't know. What oh, my gosh. Word. Oh, <laughs> my God. We like, take me out. Take yeah. Me out. I don't know what your, know what your intentions means. are. <laughs> Get me the fuck up out of here. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> um. Future sold his catalog or some of his catalog, uh, a bunch. Yeah, I heard it was six hundred songs. Yeah, um, for an eight-figure amount. Mm. Um, mm. smart move. Is this the wave? The future? Um, I do think this is the future. I when you sent me the topic, I was like, oh wow, like why would you do that? But then I looked and I see, saw that there are a lot of other celebrities who are doing this. I think Lil Wayne did like a very good deal of like a hundred million. Yeah, hundred million. A uh, hundred million dollars, and um, I think he's. I mean, I haven't seen him suffer in any way behind it. And this was a couple of years ago. Um, there's another. There's other artists in different genres who have done the same. Um, I do think though that the future was a little bit premature. Um, mm. Because the catalog is from, I believe, 2004 to 2020. And um, that's only two years. Like, the, you know, that's only two years. And that's over 600 songs. Wait, you said 2004 to 2020? 20, yes, yes, yes. All the songs that was made from then. Okay. That's a lot of songs from Future, though. It is, it is, it is. And I'm sure it's unreleased things, probably. You think so? I think, I mean, it has to be mixtapes. Okay, yeah. Um, it, ha it might be features. Um, a lot of times with features. with these with these uh, deals, they are the writer's credit and or performance credit, but they they don't get ownership of the entire song, so they get the uh, the portion that 
future would get in the future. Got it. I see what you mean. No pun intended. Yes. Um, I don't know, man. I I always feel like ownership is important. So selling the ownership, maybe these artists have an understanding that I don't in terms of how much they are purported to get within a lifetime based off of owning those things rather than selling them. Uh Um, So it is interesting to see so many artists go this route. Um, And I would love to see what the overall reasoning behind why this is a better route than owning and keeping and then uh, just getting the money and the revenue from keeping your, your rights to these songs. Why is selling it more lucrative? More lucrative. Hmm. I, I think that it has a, way, a lot to do also with, if I can just, from my head, the way that music is consumed now. Right. Um, so maybe there are I know sometimes when I listen to other like music podcasts, they'll say like streaming is a new way for them to make money. But before that, they weren't making money even on streaming their own like people streaming their music. So, I mean, maybe it's just the way that I don't know. It's just in my head. Maybe the way that music will be consumed in the future is not going to be as lucrative for the artists. And so they take these, you know, payout deals to um recoup some of that and then it gives him a chance i guess to like do music maybe like more music now like he could go in another direction maybe he's selling his hip-hop catalog and like venturing to something else i don't know yeah i think that there is a i don't know there obviously he can still make more music so some people are arguing that it's like it's not a big deal because he could do it again you know the march madnesses and um, the other hits that he's made within that catalog, future is thirty something. He could probably bang out a lot more, like yeah. hits in his lifetime before his career is over. Um, so people are arguing that. Um, so I don't know. It's definitely something to keep an eye on, and I do agree. Maybe with the introduction of streaming. There is this understanding that within a lifetime, this is the cap of uh, the amount of money right. you'll be able to make by owning said songs. Mm-hmm. And maybe that cap is $50 million. Right. And maybe um, I'm telling you, like, I'm going to buy it for $80 million right. um, as a company or as a conglomerate because we're going to be, we're going to outlive your career. Yes. So we're going to, we're fine with waiting 20 years to recoup the 80 mil that we just we just gave to you like you're not gonna make that within your lifetime you're gonna be like 70 by the time you make the 80 mil and you're not gonna be able to enjoy it so we'll give you the 80 mil now we're gonna hold on to your catalog and by the time you're 70 we'll make the 80 million back but we're a company so it it works for us like maybe that is what is happening here um all very interesting I'm I'm also here to tell you guys that Kanye is broke. Nobody wants to tell y'all, oh but Kanye, West. Kanye a year ago was telling y'all that he is a billionaire. Um, but I'm here to tell y'all that he's broke. What the fuck does that mean? Yes, he can still be a billionaire and be broke because I think all of his money is tied up in liquid assets and not like cash on hand. Like, he doesn't have a mm. billion dollars in the bank. I think he has a billion dollar worth of assets. So, yeah, 
he's out here and he's it's looking bad because uh, Yeezy is owned by him, but apparently the way the contract is set up um, with Gap and with Adidas is like they have to sign off or he doesn't like have the ability to make anything that looks close to whatever he made for them on his own. And now that he's trying to separate himself and get himself out of these deals so that he can sell it on his own, I don't know how that's going to work because they can pretty much say anything that he creates now looks like something he already created for them unless he like goes extremely left, um, which then puts him in a space where maybe the consumer doesn't want the product. Right. So. Listen, I think, again, when he goes on these tirades, especially his most recent regarding um, Gap and Adidas, bro, what contracts are you signing that you're giving people yeah. the right to do these things? Like, come on, hire better lawyers. I mean, that's my only um, suggestion because you can't do this and sign and shake hands. And then as soon as, you know, what's done in the contract is, is done, you're crying foul. You upset. Right. And this is, he did it with Nike, now Adidas, Gap. Like, he has a track record. So now it's kind of like, what company is going to want to associate with you? Maybe he's being pushed to do his own now because no company really wants to associate with he him. He did it with anymore. music. He did it with his music contract. Um, and as you said, all these contracts are just telling me that Kanye is a problem and maybe not the the business people. And what I mean by that is, whatever he's signing, he's comfortable with signing in the moment. And it's like he's not reading the contracts, exactly. but then he just was on an interview saying he never read a book. He never read a book. So, I, I, I mean, as a, with his mom as educator, I, I find that very hard to believe. I feel like there's more context that he's not willing to share with the folks. Yeah. So we're just taking it at face value. Um, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm hoping that he meant a lot more um, than what Recent, he said. May, I think maybe he may, he hasn't read books recently. Recently, recently, yeah. he's missing that adverb. We yeah, need that. yeah, because there's no way that he's gotten through life without reading a no. book, unless no. he's also saying the only other thing that he could have been saying is maybe he never finished a book. Okay, maybe he's only read certain aspects of books or whatever the case is. But there's no way in hell that man has never read anything. There's no way, no way. No, but it also does indicate maybe his reading level isn't that high and so That's when he's true. getting into these contracts he's not understanding what's happening and some of these people might be exploiting that wow wow he's, i he's, i didn't even look at it that way he's also bipolar and he's changing he changes his mind often so that adds another layer maybe his lawyers are trying to navigate that because maybe Duh. one day is this that he wants right. in the contract. And then the next day is something else. Exactly. And the lawyers are like, yo, I don't know. We're going to put this in there. We're going to put that. But I don't know, Kanye. This leaves this hole. I don't care. This is what I want. And then, now, and then now he has a problem with right. it. Right. Yes, I, I, I can see that being the case as well. I really can. Um, okay. I hope he gets the help he needs. Right. Is he, he apologized. He, he also apologized to Kim. I mean, none of this shit means anything to me because it, to me, it's very clear. He goes through the manic and depressive yes, state exactly. in front of us all. Um, and I think as a society, we do a disservice because we look at it like it's entertainment or, yo, Kanye is kanye And it's like, no, the man is sick. Yes. And he's displaying it on a public stage. And instead of us being on a collective page of saying like, 
can somebody get this man some real true help? Right. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that looks like, but he needs real serious help. Like every time I see him in an interview, he he doesn't to me he doesn't look right. Like he doesn't a lot look of, right. He doesn't look happy. He doesn't look content. Nothing. Um it, it's yeah, I he doesn't look well. He know? doesn't. He does not look on like well. At he all. doesn't. I mean, he was on that Drink Champs uh, episode and everybody went crazy over it and I watched it and the whole time I'm just saying to myself, he doesn't look well. And the way he's talking about people in his life that at one point he associated so closely with and, and, you know, he's just talking about it just so flippantly. It's Kid Cudi. Wow. Um, He was on the BET Awards wearing that fucking mask looking like he was about to pass out. Yeah. Sounding like Darth Vader. Yes. You don't look well, bro. You don't look well. And yes, he will always have stands that will be like, oh, this is Kanye. They're just trying to silence him. He's a genius and all this stuff. There's always going to be people, right? Um, What is it? A, a broken clock is wrong, what, two times a day? Twice a day. Twice a day. Right, two twice twice a day. So there's always going to be people that are at his feet. But... um. Yeah, he needs he needs help. Yeah, he needs serious help. Um, and the I think Kim knew that for a very long time. So the divorce wasn't new to me either because I felt like there's only so long, especially a Libra. Oh, shout out to Kim. Um, there's only so long that someone like Kim is going to stay in a scenario where the person she's with started out one way and is completely different. Kanye, when he got with Kim, was a lot more in control of his mental health. I don't think he's in control of his mental health at this moment in time. And that is where the issue is where they can't be together. Right. I think there was a point where it was like he was in control of it, then there was a, a point where he started to lose and slip, but she still kind of stayed. And then there was a point in their marriage where it just was out of control. And she probably knows something that she would never let the world know um, regarding how bad things got. Right. We'll never know. But it was enough for her to say, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm, done. I'm cool off this. I can't because it's probably destroying her mental health. I mean, right. you know, with somebody who is unchecked, unmedicated and just walking around um, pretty much in denial about it just haven't hasn't come to a realization that they have a problem. You know, it's the caregiver and the people around like those are the that's that's the grass. You know what I mean? That person is battling things inside of themselves and the people that they love are the grass being destroyed in the meantime. So, you know, kudos to her for finding the courage to leave and despite his public tirades against her mm-hmm. and all this talk, but kudos to her because she is the woman that left. I mean, regardless of how we feel about their union or should it have happened or not, right? She left. She decided to leave, and you know, this is what happens, or this is what happened to her. American Airlines is trying to put all of us in the Mile High Club. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where we are with it. Um. <laughs> Can't nobody tell me nothing different. So they are putting private suites on some of their planes that include a bed and a private door. Y'all know what the fuck going to happen oh, in, them, in them suites. It, come on now. Come on. Now, I don't know how accessible financially these will be to the quote unquote common person. But there is going to be an option now where you could get a little bed and a little situation on the plane 
So yeah, um, you're going to hear a lot of more rap lyrics of Mile High. Listen, I think that is a great idea, especially the fact that ticket prices are going up. I was just reading an article and ticket prices will be up for this holiday season more than it's probably ever been. Mm. And they're saying that the deadline to get your holiday tickets before it skyrockets is October 10th. That's wild. So in that case, if I'm spending an exorbitant amount of money to fly in a plane, I should be able to fuck. Yeah. 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 yeah, I should be able to fuck. Yeah. I mean, that, that should have been a thing for a while now. Yeah, I think so. Like it's been happening. (laughs) Whether y'all know it or not, like, Oh, it's been absolutely like you know hand jobs. Oh my gosh, come on! The basic basics. It's just exactly all you need is a coat or a blanket or maybe a pillow. Whatever right, you're into. Right, and if you get one of them night flights where they turn all come the lights on, off, come on! Like you probably been sitting next to or yeah. behind or in front of somebody who was getting it cracking. Exactly. So now they're gonna give you privacy. Basically. Yeah, they'll yeah. give you privacy. Now that does kind of. Raise the question, I guess, like in the next 20 years, will that be the norm? Uh, I hope so. I would love to fly. I have extreme flight anxiety. Really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, without implicating myself, I had um, allegedly <laughs> gotten um, a prescription from a friend. And I was like, all right, I got to use this. But in true me fashion, I totally like threw the shit somewhere it, before TSA I was like there's no way <laughs> and so I never ended up taking it but I have like extreme flight anxiety like no nah. matter what every little tick and thing I'm like panicked so I think if you I think, could relax think you out of here yeah like exactly yeah, I'm like okay. it's time <laughs> so I think though if I had like a nice place to relax I'll get my little essential oils I'll get my pillows and I think I would be a lot more um calmer should even that situation happen maybe mm. I would just be like, I don't know <laughs> it's so bad now nah, you might even forget that you're in the air exactly yeah. exactly I've never I've never been in the air laying like that horizontal yeah so that might be actually a better experience I'm trying to figure out Cause a nigga about about to start using his sickle cell for his advantage. Oh. I'm trying to figure out if I get some type of um, accommodation for having sickle cell I think so. that I think that should. they might throw me in, yeah. in one of them one of them joints so I could test it out for y'all. Um, Cause they definitely do give flight accommodations for sickle cell. Oh, they do. What do they, they do? do? I'm interested to know. So I know one thing that they do is like if you tell them that you have sickle cell, they have to give you like liquids whenever you want you know like how they only go around twice or whatever yes like you supposed to get liquids and food um for free um whenever you want and then i do think that they can put you in like the more uh comfortable seating okay um they can upgrade you without there being an extra charge okay so i have to read more into it because i haven't read into it in like years but um it was brought to my attention that if you tell like the companies beforehand, hey, or even right before the flight, like, yo, I have sickle cell, um, what accommodations do you have? Mm. They are forced to like do certain things for you. So in okay. each one I think is something different, but they all kind of like they accommodate that. Yeah, That's accommodate. amazing. I mean, that must feel great to, you know, feel seen. You know, sometimes the, yeah. the disabilities that you're not able to see, people just disregard them as even existing. And so it's nice that they have something like that. I mean, especially because like those flights to Cali. Yeah. They can be a little taxing. Right. Like I'm sure they're taxing on uh, 
the regular body, but then with like sickle cell and you're in the air, so your cells are a little bit affected. Um, they can be uh, taxing on the body. So um, those accommodations are important as well. Like it's not just about a, I wonder what, you know, we could get in terms of this, that, and the third, right, but they're, right. they're important as well. You know what we waiting for? Where you at, Cardi? Where you at? I love it. I love it. First of all, I'm from the Bronx, so you already know I have to rep for the Bronx. I eat Cardi B. Yes. I'm 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 a stand for Cardi B. Cardi went off. I love it. I don't I care. It. Some people was mad. I don't give a fuck. She went off. She slid on that. They I were like it. they wanted a different uh flow from her for what? Nah. Why? She's good just like that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for why? And at the same time, as soon as that comes out, you get the information that Tasha K is getting her assets Lord. taken. Like, listen, yeah, Cardi up this week. It's a good weekend for Cardi, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Now that song is fire. Glorilla is is on a tear. Um, yeah. that's three for three right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is solidifying herself as a Shout problem. Out to Glorilla. Yeah, yeah. It was it? She's not a one hit wonder. No, I don't think. Um. She's going to just be here for one year. It looks like she has a career in front of her. Um, Cardi jumping on it. The big stamp. Um, so I'm excited to see where she goes um, as well. Yes. So. Hold on. Before Ice Spice, because she's from the Bronx, too. Ice I will Spice. say I do like Ice Spice because she's from the Bronx. So they, you know, y'all always got a head start with me. 
However, <laughs> I hate that she said that in the song. She was like, what she said? She said, um, we're from the Bronx, so you know, like we're dirt like like we're both dirty. I was like, no, like you can't say that. I didn't like that. Um I don't wanna hate on nobody's career before they really, really get started. So I'm gonna be careful as to what I say, but we I'm gonna take it off of Ice Spice. I think we have to as a community be a little bit more conscious of when someone has like a hot verse or a hot song and I'm being ready to be an artist. Mm. Ice Spice is not, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. fully developed yet to get the recognition that she's getting. And then Rolling Loud kind of exposed her a little bit. Yeah. um, I think they rushed that. But like they said before, like... Well, first of all, there was another aspect to Ice Spice um, that people like this narrative is that she had changed the price on a lot of bookings that right. she had before she blew up, like before oh, the overnight sensation occurred. And they basically was like, yo, her price went up. So if you can't pay this now, we're done. And um, I don't know. I have I have a I feel I feel a way about that. Well, now who's going to pay it? Because, right. Like if you do that. Right. You got to show and prove if you want to keep the price at that level. Exactly. Now you go to Rolling Loud and the headlines are. I think what what these artists need to understand is that they are they become a stock and their stock rises and falls with each and every public Uh, outing of their talent or their, you know, like their their star power. Right. So you go to Rolling Loud and you kill it. Then niggas got it's no up. choice but to pay right. pay the price, right. right? Like, this is why I up my shit. Right. You go to Rolling Loud and you look like you don't belong there. Yeah. Now, if I'm a promoter, I'm like, I'm not paying you 15000 right. for you to, what, do that? Yes. And, and but, the, but here's the thing. This is where, like, the musical climate has also changed in that these music companies no longer... Um, these these superstars or these people that they're trying to put in these superstar places, they no longer have to have the full package. Like they have to have a hot song, you know, popular popular popularity. Oh god, popularity. I can spell it. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, I can spell it. So look, they um, you know, they want them to have that engagement online and the social media presence and all that. Like, that's important for them. Sometimes even before talent, like they, they need you to have something that's gimmicky, that they can do TikToks, that think can, that social media can take off because there's a lot of money there. And that's the problem. So, so these artists are not developed. No. They haven't even sat in front of PR and been like, all right, this is what we're going to talk about. This is how you're going to answer these questions. These are literally kids that they just take from these cities and put them on a stage and be, to be like, do it, dance. And that's why I kind of want to take it off of Ice Spice because like... I'm sure she didn't know she was going to blow up the way she did. Right. You know what I mean? She said a hot little two bar, four bar, you know, little saying, and it blew up, right? Like she wasn't, she was probably popular, but she wasn't popular to the extent where it, it's national. Right. And now it's a national thing. So you, you might've been in the development stage. You mm-hmm. might've been learning voice and breath control and how to hype up a crowd um, and also be on beat and still be able to say your records and all of that. Like right. you are still learning. You might've never been on a stage where there's 70,000 monitors and you need an earpiece to really catch the beat the right way. Right. All this stuff is new. So that's why I don't want to like make it seem like, you know, what the fuck is she doing? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you've been exposed now 
as a brand new artist that just got hot, what does that do to your brand? And a lot of artists don't think about it like that. Sometimes taking the big, and I get it. A lot of it is the quick money uh, mindset, right? Like you don't know if Rolling Loud is going to reach out to you in a year because you don't know if you're going to still be hot. So you got to take it. You got to take it. And I think she did. She did her best. I do think she. I do believe she did her best. Um, best was twerking. Sometimes you know when things are happening right. and all around you, your best bet is to twerk. You know, divert some of that attention. So, um, you know, she did the best that she can, and I do wish her the best. She is from the B X X X. So, um, yeah, yeah, I wish her. So I just hope that like this was an experience. Uh, I don't want to say a humbling experience because I I want her to continue to get money and win um but if it is that like she was being nasty with said people who were asking her to uh do whatever price that she might have set yeah a couple of months ago um then yeah this is humbling this is humble yeah pie. that's a humble thing and and also you know there's a lot of bridges that are made in this industry or that industry and I believe it is important that, you know, you don't burn those bridges. Not at all. Because the same people you see going up is going to be the same people you see going down. So, right. you know, if they could spin that narrative a little differently, maybe add some more context, that'll be great. Because right, right now the way it's digested, it's like, all right. It ain't it ain't looking. Yeah. It's looking like one hit wonder. Right. You know what I mean? Um. So, yeah, like I, I agree with that. That point, 100 percent, like. You always got to look at it in terms of you could be going up today, but that elevator might go back down. Exactly. And you want the people that you see going back down still smiling at you when you on your way back down. Right. Um, and not frowning at you like, oh, wait, what you doing back here? Yeah, exactly. Oh, you want that? You want that 5K that we was offering before? Now mm-hmm. it's two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If anything. Right. We don't right. even want you here. So good luck. You know what I'm saying? Um. So, yeah, good, good luck. Uh DJ Academics. Oh, Lord. DJ Academics has been out here just saying foolishness um, for the last couple weeks. So he started off by saying, like, the pioneers of hip-hop, when you see them, um, they always look dusty. Oh, my God. Um, They don't ever look like they had money, know how to take care of money, um, X, Y, and Z. And a lot of people came out and kind of, like, told him, Bro, you wildin' out. Yeah, he's, what is that term? Like, he's, like, grasping for air right now. I don't know what's going on with him. Maybe in his business, something. But the sh- the shit that he's talking about, it's like, what are you saying? Like, no, I don't I don't like it. Looking dusty, um, that's played out. Because we all have family members. Like, I look at the old school people, like, as a, as a family in a community, right? Like, your uncle, you know, was... The man when he was growing up and everything like that but as you age like things change for you like the right. way that th- certain things so dusty i don't really know what he means like that <laughs> that sounds crazy um yeah dj academics what's going on man Are i think okay? i think he he unfortunately i think is a representation of today's culture mm. where everything is is associated with and attached to money ah. everything is superficial right? right like i would never think to look at an elder who isn't wearing Gucci Louis Prada and be like, damn, he dusty or she's dusty. Crazy. Like, like I would never think that. Right. But I do feel like this generation and granted 
academics is not of the generation that he's speaking to. Um, so there's a disconnect there that he needs to figure out. But um, I do think with this newer generation, because things seem to be so easy and accessible with scamming and digital transactions and a lot of things that actually took a like manual labor to get the cash to then do. And that's now changed to you make a video and Facebook or Instagram or YouTube monetizes it and you make money. Like, I think there's this idea that money and these things that come with it are easily accessible. Everybody should have it. And if you don't have it, then you just broke or you have no value to the community. So, I don't know if that means that we're failing too by not teaching this younger generation better that like money and things don't necessarily equal value to society and community. Um, But I I also feel like that was like the pandemic, right? Like nobody valued the doctors that were working on the solutions and all they focused on was, well, who was attached to what money? Right oh, this doctor works for so-and-so, so they must be getting paid off to tell us that this vaccine works or to tell us that there's a pandemic going on. Everybody's getting paid off and everything is, is associated to money instead of it actually being like, no, there's actually people in the world right. that see problems and see solutions and are willing to fix them and maybe not be awarded or financially uh, supplemented. Right. And that doesn't make them dumb or quote-unquote dusty or whatever, that means that they actually are doing their due diligence. Right. So I think that that was a little bit of what that was. And then he made those comments about Regine. Yeah. Um, saying that she really likes hood niggas and the person that she's with is a nice guy. And the only reason she's with him now, she saw a wife and Lucci get a, a, a Rico charge and murder cases. And she was like, oh, nope, I'm not going to be waiting for her. A nigga like that to come out now both of these comments i do think he was trying to be funny right um but i think that the conversations that they stir and the audience that he has make them worth correcting like yes. it makes it worth people having a counter voice to what he's saying because if you just let him go unbridled like just saying the foolishness and nobody is saying like nah we don't really rock with that. I think it does find a foothold and then it transforms into like a mindset that people start to to follow and continue to uh, put forth. Yes, I do. I do. I think that um, almost like his words are like a self-fulfilling prophecy, like the, when he puts it out, especially to his demographic and the people that choose to listen to him, um, it kind of changes their their mind or the way that they digest Regine right. and her situation. Right. Um, it's reckless. Like, and it's just gossip. Like it gives star inquirer. Like it's just so yeah. trashy. It's you know corny. what I mean? It's corny. Yeah. It's super corny. It's like, he's, he wants to do like the, maybe become like the Tasha K, like the male version or something. Or yeah. I don't know who came first, the chicken or the egg. I don't know which one is my first. <laughs> yeah, but it's corny. It's corny. It's super corny. And um, yeah, it's again, like it feels like he's grasping for air. It feels like, you know, he's trying to remain re- re- relevant in, whatever way possible um yeah so i have a feeling though like i'm hoping after this comment he's probably gonna like slow it down though i'm hoping like maybe he has 
or somebody has a moment with him or he has a moment with himself and just realize that maybe, you know, I'm jumping off the edge right now. Like, I really need to chill. It it seems designed. So mm-hmm. it, it very much can be that. I know that he does have mentors or people that have sense that he can reach out to or that probably have reached out to him um, to let him know, like, you, you're doing a little too much. It's just a matter of if he cares or not. Right. And that is... <laughs> That is often the rise and the fall of of the hero, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you listen to common consensus, um, sometimes they're telling you the right thing. But right. oftentimes you feel like you're the hero, so you know better. Right. Um, and in his case, I think he's sitting there like, well, this has worked for me for X, Y, and Z. Some people did bring up some good counter arguments to say, like, well, also, like, the older heads of hip hop would have never let academics in. Mm. And maybe that is why he is feeling so obligated to be so harsh about, well, where are you at? Right. Okay. Like y'all weren't, weren't going to be willing to let me even play a part in this, but look at y'all now I'm making money and y'all aren't. So mm. I get that aspect of it. I get that conversation piece, but they're still right and wrong. Like he's still the same dude that brought six nine into our culture. Right. And now you see six nine running around talking about fuck Brittany Griner. Now I don't know if that is supposed to be some type of joke. Um, but he's in, he's in Russia right now, apparently, um, about to perform. And he's saying before he's whispering to the camera that's recording him. Fuck Brittany Griner. I don't know if he's supposed to be like saying, Oh, I'm in Russia. So I got to say that. As a joke or whatever. I mean, I don't really even like to mention this fool. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Academics is the one who kind of like solidified him in the hip hop culture. That's crazy. Gave him the the gave him the stamp of approval. Well, they're both going out a little sad, if you ask yeah, me. I feel like 100%. they're they're both um, what is it? Eating the same pie because Academics is saying some outlandish shit, and Takashi's been saying outlandish shit. So it's like, what? What are, are they just trying to? Is this their ploy just to stay on top, or just to be talked about? It's irrelevant. Relevant. It's we about to say a true thing. Okay. It is a attempt to hold on to the past. Mm. Yeah. So I think that Academics is just trying to hold on to a period of time where that shock value stuff uh, kept you relevant. But I feel like I could be wrong. I feel like as a society now dealing with social media for X, Y, Z amount of years, we're starting to change our patterns in terms of what interests us and what will keep people relevant. So like the shock value stuff becomes conversations, but I think we're easily turned off from it now. Mm. Like it's not getting the emotional reactions, which is what makes something uh, more shareable and people engage and act with it more is when it invokes some type of feeling in you. Right. But now when we see stuff like this, it's like, yo, that shit is just corny yeah. and we keep it pushing. Right. We're not sitting there like outraged, sending it to 15 people like, yo, you heard what academics right. said. Right. And so the power behind it is diminishing and it's not the same, but the mentality that I think he still has is I got to find some piece of content and he's been on a tear like this for this year, but it seems that desperate. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like his last um, gas for air, mm-hmm. like it's, it doesn't seem like 
journalistic or it right. doesn't seem like, yo, I found this piece of information. Right. It just feels like I got to get some attention this week. So let me say something stupid. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And right. once it starts to get down that realm, I do feel like people start to be like, ah, you're old news. Like you, you're just doing dumb shit now. Exactly. Like these conversations are old. Mm-hmm. We're not getting anything from them. Mm-hmm. So another person that I think, unfortunately, cause he did have a promising career at some point is down that rabbit hole is the baby. Oh man, yeah, he's joining um his dear friends down that rabbit hole for <laughs> sure. The baby is what, wow. bro? What? I don't I'm confused. That had to be the corniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like in recent years, like to get on a record and say I hit. Meg, this step. First of all, this I think we spoke about this on a previous co- podcast. We haven't released all our episodes, so I don't know if I released it yet. But um, this idea, this concept, this notion of men telling the world who they slept with as if it is a status symbol is ridiculous to me. Why do we need to know that you fucked Meg the Stallion? Yeah, it's irrelevant, and it's it's. When somebody says that, especially, I, I think he's lying now. Like, I don't, I don't, th- I don't believe it. I don't because I don't like. I choose not to believe somebody when they say that. Like, unless the two people are like, "Yeah, we fucked." I right. don't believe them. I don't because I think that's one a violation of her privacy. Corny, you know what I mean? Super corny. Um, and as a regular girl and as a celebrity, but especially as a celebrity on a song. Like, it's not even, like, one of those songs. You know, the games of those songs where they talk about all the women that they mm-hmm. want to fuck yeah. and all this type of stuff. Like, that type of thing. Like, that rite of passage type of thing. But, no, this was just him being facetious, facetious, and disrespectful. It was done terribly. Yeah, some people are saying it wasn't about Meg. It was more so about Party because him and Party have a beef now because Party was like, yo, you, you bringing Tori out was disrespectful long time ago, like, last year sometime. So some people are saying he's trying to perpetuate and keep that going. Um, but like that's it, it just that's a low blow, yes. especially because you have a song with her. Like it's not like you guys right. never associated like you have associated with this woman. She helped you blow up. Right. It, like y'all came out the same time. Mm-hmm. Y'all was in the same, I think, freshman class, if I'm not mistaken. And y'all both were like working together. I mean, that that just just more of a. That's more evidence around the fact that none of these niggas is really friends. But besides that, it's like you worked with this person in some capacity. There should be some mutual respect at the very least. But instead, you're going down this 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 route of, yeah, we fucked. And then not only that, but you tie it to it was the day before the Tory situation happened. Oh, my God. What? Like, what the? That's terrible. Disgusting. That's terrible. And yeah, it's it's given desperate. I would have tuned into that song or listened to his, but after that, I'm really turned yeah, off nah. to be honest. And I'm like, yo, what is this again? What is this thing against Meg the Stallion? I feel like a lot, like she's getting a lot of heat from all different directions. I, I'm curious. Well, I think, and I know you listen to the episode, so I know you know a little bit about what we think. But I do think that they're. The industry has more details than the common person does yes. about what happened between her and Tori. Mm-hmm. And from that, I feel like what the industry may know mm-hmm. um, is more in favor of Tori 
than Meg. Ah, I see what you mean. So whatever, like, evidence, because there was a moment, there was a period in time when nobody was fucking with Tori. Right. And then that slowly shifted. Yes. And I think that there was some type of evidence Mm -hmm. that he was able to present and be like, yo, look, this is what the court is saying. Right. And then people who was like Diddy. Diddy would have never associated himself with Tori two years ago. Mm-hmm. Now they on live together. Yeah. For Diddy to do that, Diddy has to have some type yeah, of information. Some type of inf- insider information to where maybe she's not looked at in the best light anymore. Right. Now that, her peers. I'm not saying that she's wrong or he's right, right. or whatever was uh, accused didn't happen. Um, but I do just feel like people have a maybe a little bit of a different understanding of what might have happened that night. Yeah. Um, but we won't know no. until these these court proceedings happen, which keep getting pushed back and changed. And I don't I don't really know. It's, it's the weirdest thing to me. It really is. Um, but um, I guess because she survived and she's well and, and able to still pursue her musical career. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Another thing that I don't know straight into politics. Uh, Pandemic's over. Is the pandemic over? Biden hmm. says the pandemic is over. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> I think that he should have said he should have had more context. Like his PR team should have had him say a different thing because that that's what people are hanging on. But the thing about it is that the pandemic Corona is going to be here to stay. So what they usually class- classify that as is usually an an, an endemic. Mm. So it's here to stay but the pandemic the pandemonium surrounding its arrival right. is now on the lull however it's it's still here it's still ever present um so yeah but i'm i'm tired of wearing those fucking masks yeah i'm tired of the fucking masks where's the camera where are we <laughs> i'm tired of wearing those fucking masks <laughs> shit is a joke now the amount of mass etiquette and shit that i've oh, come on yeah it's 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 over it's over. Um, <laughs> I was going to buy like the super expensive mask. I still might. Um, but what's super expensive mask? What are you talking about? It's like a $300 mask no. that's breathable. It, it has a mic on it so that people can if hear you. Don't you don't get your, mic. what is that? Christopher Reeves ass out of here. What the fuck with the mic? You're going to be like, eh, no, I was going to get it for the, cause the winter, I think I'm still wearing my mask. I ain't going to hold you. Like when the winter comes, because it keeps your face warm, keeps your face warm. And oh, people usually get sick around that. People time. normally get yes, sick yes, around yes. around winter. Yes, so yes. I'm trying. And you're susceptible because of you know your your right. Your well, when I right get now. when I get sick, yeah, it I it's ain't a, trying to deal. I with I understand, all that. and you know what? I'm not sensitive to um the the population that would be you know that have been devastated by the coronavirus. Nah, I agree I'm, with I'm you. Tired of the Fuck mask. the mask. Yeah. But now I understand why you would get an, uh, an expensive mask. I get yeah. So I'm just thinking about all right for the winter. I want to get this mask and like the flu yeah, and things like that. I also kind of maybe mitigate my chances of getting it. So okay. I'm like, Hmm, should I get it or not? But I'm saying the pandemic is always making me like, eh, fuck it. Um, yeah, I think especially like in airports, airplanes, right. um, where people are in close quarters, I think it probably would be in your best bet if that was a major concern of yours. Niggas is nasty. And they just released, I think, three new versions of COVID this weekend. The amount of shit. The amount of shit. Um, So, yeah, Corona is definitely here to stay. Coronavirus. And, um, yeah, it's the endemic now. They got downgraded or upgraded, depending on. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) 
what that's considered. <laughs> and finally, before we get out of here, mm. NYC is putting surveillance cameras in a bunch of carts starting soon. I don't remember the start date, but I think it was like 6,000 uh, carts they're going to start putting cameras in. Everybody is championing this. How do you feel about it? Um, my concern is what are they going to do with the footage? Right. Because, like, you could see a bunch of crimes happening. Yeah, sure. Grab some popcorn. What is being done? Like, is it going to be enough people staffed in the subways to actually mitigate the crimes as, as the car doors open? Or is like, or is it just going to be something that people can watch and do research and be like, well, this is how many times crimes happen in the, in the police station. This is how many men should be manned in this... Or, you know, stuff like that. Is it for research purposes or is it actually to fight crime as they're happening? Because usually, especially a lot of situations, um, police usually come when, oh God, this is going to sound terrible. <laughs> but I mean, in a Let lot of know. situations, especially like shooter situations, they they have different agenda than what the public would think would be their first thing mm. to do. So it's kind of like what what exactly what is the reason for this? That is my con- that's my concern. I mean, I've always I'm not big on. We are getting way too comfortable with being overly surveilled. Mm. Now I do think that this is a good thing. Um, a lot of weird shit, especially after like one p.m. I mean one a.m. 1 p.m. too, but 1 a.m. Um, happens on the train, you know, like, so this might lead to safety with people having the understanding and the knowledge that they're being watched. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is, like, a benefit to that for sure. But my main concern is, like, now we're comfortable with being surveilled on the train. What's next? At the mm-hmm. workplace? Are we then going to be comfortable with them saying, hey, we're going to put cameras in workplaces just to make sure that uh, all these different scenarios of things that we know is disgusting that can happen in the workplace. Right. But now we're going to do it as a, as a measure to say like it's going to stop it or to say that we're going to be able to uh, respond differently by like, I just don't know when the spiraling will stop. Yeah. We, we became comfortable with having, Surveillance cameras just in public mm-hmm. after 9-11, right? Like that became the Patriot Act and right. we we said, all right, cool. Then it was we well, in between that we were comfortable with speed cameras. Right. I'm now, not comfortable with speed cameras. Right. Let's just, let's just throw that out there. <laughs> so now there's the speed cameras. And then now we're talking about on the train. Yeah. What's the next one? Like it just seems like there is no end yes. to the surveillance. I do think though that the train should have should have been had that because sure. the amount of crime that happens do you know how many times I have been sexually assaulted on the train? Nah, that's wild. <laughs> that's crazy. As a child, it stopped when I became an adult. That is wild. Yeah. Whether it's um a man showing me himself while my mom or grandmother is standing right there or like just being groped all this shit happened on the fucking train yeah that's disgusting new york city public city like public transportation like women are being molested all the time it's great and men and i'm not gonna say there's not men too people humans no but i mean i could see why sexually assaulted a hundred percent why like Women need this more than men Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i'm sure a lot of different shit 
happens across the board to both on right. the train. Right. But this definitely, I feel like, helps out women a lot more than men. Yeah, maybe there's some patterns like where somebody might be entering the train at all times and this particular person is, you know, exposing themselves and, you know, just so many sexually assaulted women on the train. It's crazy. Well, I think these these um these cameras are supposed to be high resolution. Okay. Um, so one of the purposes for it is to be able to identify after the crime. So, like, even if they don't respond in a time where they can capture the person, I would presume that the next step forward would be AI to, like, highlight certain uh, patterns of movements. Yes. And then, like, that flags to somebody. Exactly. Exactly. So they they can catch the perpetrator because it's it's disgusting. I mean, it's really disgusting. I know that's a heavy thing to just drop. I probably... um, it's light to me now because it's something that I've dealt with all my life pretty much. Not all my life, but I've had to, you know, deal with that knowing. That. But um, right. it's it's a lot. Like, who wants to go from their, tra- like, their transportation means is also a place where they've been sexually assaulted. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. And a lot of women face that. A lot of humans face that reality. And um, hopefully cameras in the train would deter some people from from not doing that anymore. And realizing that the, the, the train is not a safe space to, you know become depraved no that's wild that's definitely wild i'm sorry that you you've experienced and had to go through that um trigger warning for whoever oh my gosh trigger warning i'm so sorry (laughs) whoever needed the trigger warning Uh, yeah um but like you said like even for you like you're saying that might you've been it's it's not normalized but you're it's kind of has been because oh, most of the women that I know has had something like that happen to them on the train, which is crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, that's why I probably just is like, hey, that, uh, this has happened to me, but right. it is it is really ridiculous. Yeah, and it is, it is. I'm not opposed to it in the trains. Um, but again, I'm I'm more so concerned about this idea of being overly surveilled, mm. and then all it takes is for there to be the wrong person in power to say. Oh, yeah, now we're going to just use this information in this way. Ah. Now you can't get on the train. Yes. Because on X, Y, and Z date, da-da-da-da, it looked like you were overly aggressive um, to this individual that bumped you. Right. Um, So now you're suspended from the train. Like, things like that could happen. It could arise, absolutely. At some point. And that could lead to a slippery slope. Um, Trigger warning again. I don't mean to... You know, but this is just the way the conversation is going. No, it's there's real, a, real life. The um in the report, and I'm so sorry, I don't know all the details, but there's a woman who, um, there they won a lawsuit because the state that she unfortunately was raped in, when they did the rape kit, they actually were, I guess, scanned for lack of a better term, her DNA and found oh, yeah, that she was found, a part of another crime, and then tried to arrest and her, and tried to arrest her for it. So that again, like that's another part of surveillance as well, because they used her, um, her genetic or her her body to in a system that Without surveillance her exactly that surveillance her against you know other things. I mean, I used to want to do twenty three and Me and Ancestry dot com and all those things until like literally they have a show now. This, this is how blatant they are. They have a show now where they're taking the DNA from these things. Ancestry um, may not be ancestry itself, but companies that are used to find your lineage. Right. They're taking your DNA and they're using it to see if you have family members wow. and or relatives 
that have committed crimes. Wow. So some of these, I think, let's so you know, just so Ancestry and none of them get upset with us. I think Ancestry and Twenty Three supposedly have made it so that the police cannot have access to right. your data like that. Um, but there are, I guess, other companies that are doing it that the police definitely have access to the data. Um, so, like, yeah, we like now that becomes a dilemma. Like, I don't know anybody in my family that committed a crime, but right. who's to say that to Uncle say? Smith didn't try a robbery back in the day, never got caught, and now they take my DNA and right. use that to go find him. Right. You know, like. Or they want restitution in his estate or something right. like that. Like, right. you never know. Right, nah. So, I don't know. We're just in a space where I think it's going to start becoming uh, the conversation around does it even matter? Right. Because you on camera somewhere over there. That's true. Somebody over here got your DNA. Right. Somebody over. cell phone. Yeah. People can record you without yeah. your knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. So are we comfortable with that? Or do we start resisting that? Do we start putting laws in place? HIPAA is cool, but yeah. HIPAA is, is, you know, here for medical. Right. <laughs> so, yes, medical. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I don't know where we go. But, um, yeah, there's been another episode what would dad say? Um, dad would say there's no such thing as a universal perfection. Mm. However, it's up to you to define what perfect is for you. And when you define it, it is then your responsibility to live up to your own expectations. Nobody else's, not what society says, but your own expectations um, but that is your responsibility. If you know you are being anything less than the best version of you, then that means you have work to do. And also, you would need to include growth as being the best version of you. Naomi, do you have anything for the people? I do. Um, I know I started with my um, tough knot or my, I'm sorry, my aha ah man moment. <laughs> Stating that, you know, I was currently unemployed in my day job. Um, But I wanted to end by saying when one door closes, several more will open. And I'm just, I don't feel like my work is done. I don't feel like I am where I need to be. So just like with you, with with your dad hat would say, I would say that I have, I have work to do. Mm. I do. And I think we all do. Another episode of Dad Has a Bow Ties. Peace.